From the NHR and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 1063. Presented by the FAU MBA Sport Management Program. Visit fau.edu slash MBA Sport. Hey, Theo, why don't you tell us about what's going on at PBKC, would you? Oh, man, you know what? It's a super weekend at PBKC starting with Friday night's $10 poker party. A perfect way for new players to experience tournament play, and it's free. Free for new signups with a $1,000 guarantee with great food and drink specials. This Saturday, check out big races from the top horse tracks, including the $1 million Louisiana Derby. This Sunday, PBKC features South Florida's premier sports card and memorabilia show with over 60 vendors, and I'll be there as well doing my live show from 10 to 11. So go to pbkennelclub.com for more information, and that's going to be a lot of fun this weekend. That's, that's dope. Yeah. What time does that start? Uh, for the PBKC Sports Card, yeah. that starts at 10. Okay. Yeah, that starts o'clock. at 10. So, And we'll have our live show there, myself and J-Mar, from 10 to 11. So people can come check us out, uh, buy some, some trading cards, get into the sports memorabilia mix. I opened my first pack, like, last month. It was pretty cool. I pulled a Mac, Mac Jones rookie card, I think. And uh, a couple of You can just tear that up. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, it has some be value still. Anything. We don't know. He could be the next Tom Brady. That's I mean, what he, he is a pro no. bowler. He's a Pro Bowl quarterback in his rookie season, Ken. Tua wasn't. He's a Pro Bowl quarterback. I'm buying all the Mac <laughs> Jones stock. And also, I need to raise the Mac Jones stock because I want to sell that card. So. He was only a Pro Bowler because 15 other guys <laughs> couldn't play in the game, okay? I wonder That's... if Baker Mayfield has made a Pro Bowl. I'm sure he has. Yeah. I'm sure he has. I like yeah, I that one year he was decent. 2020? Yeah, yeah, that one year. When they went to the playoffs? His sophomore yeah. season, yeah. yeah. 30 touchdowns, 6 picks. Mm-hmm. Are you a Baker guy? He thinks he has a lot of swag. <laughs> he thinks he's full of swagger. Hold on, we'll get to Baker in a second. Yeah, yeah. We'll get to we'll 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 get to the speculation on where our favorite emo quarterback Stone, is, uh, Stone, is headed. Stone ready to defend another mediocre quarterback. Oh, that, yeah, that should be a segment. That's itself. like his pastime. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Because you know why? I'm just laying the foundation for when Drew Locke, you know, has them seven and one. I'll be there for that. <laughs> when Carson and Wentz, uh, Commander Carson, and them are six and two and leading the division, and Dax zero and five. I'm going to be right there. So just remember me. Remember I this. I do like that idea where Stone just talks up his latest mediocre yeah. quarterback crush. <laughs> I can do that all day. I think we're on to something, actually. All right. I'm going to go mark that down. <laughs> Stone, mediocre quarterbacks. Because, man, it'll it, pay I, off. I feel like every mediocre to bad quarterback, yeah. Stone has a defense for him. He loves, he loves mediocre quarterbacks. It's something oh, about him, oh, man. man. I have never seen <laughs> I have never met a human being like Stone Lebanowitz. Uh, Ken Levick alive. <laughs> Theo Dorsey, WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29, here in his typical Monday spot. He'll be back tomorrow as well. Stone Lebanowitz, Friday Night Lights. Urban Meyer, front and center in the athletic. Uh, a, a, a really revealing insight into the type of coach, or lack thereof, and person Urban Meyer is uh, today detailed in the athletics. So we've already gone through some of the uh, more disturbing accounts of some of the language that Urban Meyer used with players and some of the the veiled racist tropes that Urban Meyer would hurl at players and just some of the insecure behavior challenging coaches to put up why they're deserving of being in the same uh, meeting room as Urban Meyer, even though Urban, like, 
hired the guy. Yeah, yeah. Remind me why I hired you. That's Show me your resume. Yeah. Bro, You, I'm sure you yeah. have your my resume in a manila folder somewhere, yeah, it's right? Right, right under that cover letter, man. Like. Right, yeah. Like, just go go <laughs> check it out. You hired me for a reason. But this, this the, the, the closing portions of, of this story from The Athletic really give the insight into the type of person Urban Meyer is and the type of dirtbag Urban Meyer is. So all of the inspirational speaking and all the lessons that you've heard Urban Meyer try to give, whether it's on YouTube or to large groups of people or even on the Fox studio shows for college football, I, he's just a bad guy. And here's, here's the proof of that. The most notorious incident of Meyer's tenure came in late September when Jacksonville played a Thursday night game in Cincinnati. The Jaguars lost to the Bengals 24-21, their fourth straight defeat. After the season opener, Meyer had confidently told his team he had never lost two in a row. But after the Cincinnati loss, one source said Meyer looked shell-shocked in the locker room. He told players he had nothing to say. Neither coaches nor players, however, realized that Meyer didn't board the team flight that night. It wasn't until a video emerged over the weekend showing Meyer dancing with a young woman in his Ohio steakhouse that players and coaches learned he had stayed behind. Multiple sources said Meyer went from position group to position group telling players that the woman in the video tried to lure him onto the dance floor despite Meyer's refusal. But... According to two sources, soon after he left one position group, a second, more provocative video became public, throwing everything Meyer said in doubt. Then, in late November, Meyer told reporters that receivers were running the wrong routes. As NFL Network's Tom Pelissero reported, the comment so enraged veteran receiver Marvin Jones that Jones left the team facility. He eventually confronted Meyer at practice, but was diplomatic when he spoke to reporters about the incident. Quote, I'll just say this. There was something that was brought to my attention that I didn't like too well, Jones said. Once again, Meyer met with players and denied he made the comment about the receivers, even though, according to a source, a player in the room had video of Meyer's press conference pulled up on his phone. Oh, my goodness. Urban Meyer is a serial liar. That type of thing. Oh, I was just trying to get I was lured onto the dance floor. I didn't really want this. Oh, wait. Uh, he thinks he's going to get away with this stuff. Uh, and then there's the second video of him clearly enjoying the grindy time that he's having with the young woman at his steakhouse, okay? But here's the thing. He's such a narcissist. He's always had such control over every situation in his life. He thinks that he can just lie, and people will buy it, and life goes on. But those two instances, oh, yeah, I didn't want anything to do with that woman, even though, oh, man, that feels good. Thank you, ma'am. Uh, and then <laughs> is that what he said? Yeah. He whispered that in her ear. <laughs> Thank you, ma'am, for the grindy time. <laughs> that felt uh, good. Uh, that felt good. That was that was satisfactory. Thank you for the touching. Good game. And uh, <laughs> go get him. Uh, and then the fact that he 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 tried to lie about something that was on video that he actually said verbatim. Yeah. Think about how dirtbag a guy he is. You're just taking people for being stupid. Yes. That's ridiculous. There's nothing more disrespectful than someone taking you for being a dumbass. It's why I have the problem with the Browns in that contract. Oh, we're paying him what he's worth. No. No. You're paying Deshaun Watson's legal bills. Yeah. We're not dumb. Stop trying to pull wool over our eyes. And Urban Meyer, it seems like he was trying to pull the same stuff that he did on impressionable young people at Ohio State, impressionable young people at Florida, impressionable young people at Utah, and thought it was going to work at the pro level. Uh Uh-uh. Nope. Going back to the Michigan player getting injured and, and, you know, teams being a family. This guy was in 
parents' living rooms, yeah. lying about what he was going to do with your kids. Total. Guys are doing it each and every day at the college level, but man, just to, for this stuff to come to light, I mean, that's who was really telling you what he was going to do with your kids. But it even details the James Robinson situation where he fumbled on back-to-back opening series in two games and got benched. It led to a lot of issues in the locker room. Trevor Lawrence even came out and said, this is our best offensive player. He needs to play. Urban Meyer, according to this story, made the decision to bench James Robinson. The only time he played him was in a 30-point blowout loss. And then, when asked about it, he put it on Bernie Parmalee, his running backs coach. Urban said, I don't micromanage that stuff. You'll have to ask Bernie. According to this, Urban's the one who made that decision. So it's not just the line. It's then... The throwing under the bus yeah, to people beneath him. What a scumbag. That's a I'm, crazy one. I'm trying to figure out his redeemable qualities, and then I forgot. This is football. His redeemable quality was that that he won a lot he won. of football games in college. And he'll but be the first he, to tell you about it. Too. Yeah, yeah. And well, when he got to the NFL, uh, his his coaching resume uh, took a, a, a deep – like, does he ever coach again? I, I don't think so, right? He can't. Like, a college – I don't know. Let's I, I think he's so toxic – yeah. Because I think everybody has seen how he actually is, what type of human being he is. Yeah, He's not the wise old herb. He's the, God, what a vindictive, physically abusive, mentally abusive dirtbag. Who would want your kids to go to a program that oh, he was coaching anyway? After like, seeing that, not a chance in it's it. It's not no, worth it. It's no not worth it. Way. Yeah. No, I mean, it's after this coming on, I think it's a legitimate question. Will Urban Meyer ever coach again? College level? NFL? High school? Will Urban Meyer ever coach again? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Will Urban Meyer ever coach again? And the reason that I think he will not coach again is this goes past bad X's and O's. Yeah. Right? This isn't someone who just is in over his head. This is someone who is deceitful. This is someone who you can't trust, who you know is not going to be loyal to you, throwing assistants under the bus, challenging them to to uh, uh, talk themselves into why they should be part of that coaching staff, uh, saying, oh, I didn't say that, or I didn't do that. It's on film, dude. Yeah. There's multiple accounts of this, man. Like, it's just so disrespectful. That's why I don't think you'll ever be touched as a coach again, unless it's at a steakhouse. Uh, oh, there we go. Uh, uh, uh. You get it? Because of the grinding at the steakhouse. Look, but... <laughs> Good job, sweetheart. Thank you. <laughs> but look, do, do your impression again, Theo. Thank you. Hey, uh, good game. Thank you uh, <laughs> Thank you very much for that. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be Urban, I guess, going forward. But no, but going back to will he ever coach again, like, I'm trying to pencil down, like, or, or, or get my, wrap my head around what situation it could be. Like, I don't think you could be at a Division One blue blood. Like you can't be at a big time program no. because that's going to hinder recruitment a bit. Um, does a D two like what? What's the purpose of it'll be, going D two? It'll be a D two or a D three in Ohio. But like, because he be can the go purpose? back to Ohio and people are still going to respect him and say, ah, that's just Urban. That's the Ohio way. Like, yeah, that's not worth it. I don't know if it's worth it. I don't know if it's worth it for him at that point. Oh, it'll probably be worth it for that Ohio school. It that will. brings him in. And and at the end of the day, like again, he'll, he'll be the next head coach. He'll go back to Youngstown State. It's not again. It, it, it's yeah, that's very possible. But like, it's not against. Um, like again, we talked about this. This is how we opened the show. Like what we've learned about the game of football and the people around it is, if you if they feel like you can help them win, they'll put up with whatever. Yeah, just like Deshaun Watson, and with Urban Meyer, I guess I can't rule it out. When we first brought it up, I thought there's no way in hell. And then over the last five minutes, I've realized. Yeah. Or with the USFL. 
USFL. Jeff Fisher's a head coach right now. It's true. Oh, does Jeff Fisher make? No, Jeff Fisher had some winning seasons too. Does he make the? Did he? I thought he had one. With <laughs> he the, did. He had a couple with the Jaguars, he went to right? A, Jeff Fisher. Jeff Fisher. The Titans. He went to a Super oh, with Bowl the with, the with the Titans. I'm sorry, yeah. Titans. He was yeah. a, and and he was captain eight and eight with the Rams. Yeah, yeah. yeah At sure. least he can't go eight and eight anymore. That's Jeff true. Fisher, Jeff Fisher had some good seasons. He's not as bad as he's not as bad. He's as still the quarterback whisperer. He's not as bad as Urban Meyer. I mean, it's not even in the same stratosphere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not even close. Yeah. But Urban, I, I mean, that just showed it, it goes past it goes past being a bad football mind and goes into being a bad person. Terrible and that's person. where like Urban Meyer, based on that, is a bad person. But terrible person doesn't matter in football. This is what we we've been talking about all day. No, but at that at that I, I think that this is out in the open now because football's a very perceptions first business. Like you the Browns, they just decided to do it because the expectation was Deshaun Watson was going to have a job. So the Browns were like, oh, we're going to go for it. But even they're trying to hide because they, they can take advantage of the simpletons and say, hey, we're pay- we'll pay you all this money. But it's because of your production that we're expecting, even though it's his legal bills. But the simpletons will say, oh, they went and did it. Winning is everything. But with Urban Meyer, now that this has been exposed, or too woke, there's no, yeah, there's no turning back on it now. There's no one that can put a positive light on it. So you can't dupe the simpletons anymore. And that is why Urban Meyer is too toxic. That's yeah. why he's not going to get another job at a at a a university or with a team that means anything. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, first off, I feel bad for the team that does hire him because you just said they don't mean anything. Uh, secondly, <laughs> <laughs> for Urban Meyer, like I just couldn't imagine any player, especially a black player, that would want to sign up for playing yeah. with him if you had an option to go somewhere else. Yeah. And uh, that seems to be a problem in the NFL. Last time I checked, a lot of black players. A lot of black guys in the NFL, man. Ur- <laughs> Urban Meyer will be an NHL head coach. Yeah. <laughs> He'd have a better shot. Hey, get a, a just shot. give it a go. He can inspire uh, that locker Even room. though they might beat the heck out of him oh like they want. Wow. Yeah. Well, Good call. Yeah. That, that no hesitation is getting punched in the mouth. It brings me to this because it, 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 hockey has actually become part of the framework of South Florida sports right now. Think yeah. about it. Right Damn now. right. You have the Panthers having an all-time incredible season where they're in a position to go for it. Like they brought in, and I don't know, trust me, I'm not going to sit here and break down blue lines and fourth lines and, yeah. and uh, you know, the, 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 the hockey realm, all right? But I do know Panthers are having an historic season where they're in go-for-it-now mode, and I know who Claude, Claude Giroux is, and I know that he is worshipped in Philadelphia. He is one of the best to do it, and the Panthers went and just traded for him. Like, they are all in. There is a team in South Florida, a pro team in South Florida, not name the Heat, that is going for it yeah. right now. And is a Stanley Cup favorite. How crazy is that? Most wins in the league. Most wins in the NHL. The most exciting offense in the NHL. The best core group of superstars in the NHL. I mean, this is one of the all-time best regular seasons any team down here has ever had. Wow. And then, oh yeah, you've got the one-seed Heat in the East who play the 76ers tonight. Oh, guys, but James Harden's playing. The Heat don't stand a chance. Good to see that uh, James Harden uh, finding some time to actually play some basketball. Well, and is, is this one going to be in Miami? Nope. No, it's in Philly. Okay, within well, yeah. If we, if it was in Miami, he would he would probably sit out and then go yeah. party. <laughs> he's like, oh, no. especially if it's a night club. game. <laughs> oh, I'm yeah. too ill. Oh, my hamstring hurts. Right. Yeah. Um. But uh. But but you have the Heat, who are an NBA title favorite, top seed in the East, have been for the vast majority of the season. Then 
There's the Canes. How yes. about the Canes? Yes. Yes. The U.S. Bank. 16. The U.S. Bank. By the way, we got we to gotta hear Isaiah Wong with the absolute crusher mm. yesterday. End of the first half as Miami's starting to take it to Auburn. Mm. Isaiah Wong going full buggy whip right hand at the yeah. rim. Yeah. Wong splits. Oh, my goodness. Right ah. back at Jabari. Jacksonville State. Jim Nance. When Jim Nance is giving a, oh, yeah. uh, you know it's good. Because Jim Nance is like if vanilla ice cream was a human. Yeah. Uh, he, I, I mean, <laughs> that brought him out of his seat, though. His dribble drive on Jabari Smith. But the Canes not only dispatched of two-seat Auburn, a team that was number one in the nation for several weeks during the course of the regular season, they thrashed him. Dogged him. They absolutely embarrassed him. Yeah. Dragged him. 18 points. Yeah. 18-point win for the Canes. And guess what? I picked the Canes in Cover 5, baby. What's up? Download the Cover 5 app, baby. So now the Canes play Friday (laughs) night in the Sweet 16. A very, very, very winnable game. This is big time in South Florida. Iowa State, right? Yeah, Iowa State. 10-11. And Iowa State was a two-win team last year, so we Mm -hmm. can get them. Just beat up on Wisconsin. They did. Um, this This is fun, man. This is fun. There's a lot going right now. I, I, I suppose it's worth discussing what's the best story in South Florida sports right now. And also spring training bringing back, even if it's expedited, don't forget, we didn't, we didn't have the ability to go out and see spring training much last year. We didn't have the ability two years ago, once COVID shut everything down to go see spring training. We didn't think there was going to be spring training. That's up and rolling right now mm. as well. What is the best story, the most compelling story in South Florida sports right now? The Canes in the Sweet 16 is awesome. Jim Laranega, what appears to be late in his coaching career, and he's just ain't an extension, but it's late in his coaching career. But what he's brought out of this team, a team that FAU brought to overtime back in November, and now they're in the Sweet 16, Like this is real. This is fun. They're compelling. The Heat, it's just par for the course for me. Like them being tops in the oh, East. Yeah. They're the most consistent team in the East. One of the most consistent it. in the NBA. We're used to it. Yeah. I love the Kane story, but I don't think we're fully appreciating just how compelling having the best team in South Florida, having the best team in a league where this has been one of the most underachieving, most irrelevant teams in sports for, sure. for decades. The Florida Panthers going for it as the favorites to win the Stanley Cup. Could you check the Vegas odds, by the way, real quick, Stone? Um, Because if the Panthers aren't the favorite, they're top three. They've got to be top three. Who went for it before the NHL trade deadline? The Florida Panthers are the most compelling story in South Florida sports. Past the Canes football, Mario Cristobal, outstanding coaching staff, past all that. Past the Canes going to the Sweet 16. Past the Heat being the one seed in the East, and they're likely going to be the top seed going into the postseason. The Panthers, that's the most compelling story in South Florida sports right now. You realize we're a handful of weeks away from the postseason? And there's nothing like the NHL postseason. I mean, the Panthers are in it, and they're the center of the hockey universe right now. Right, so they're second in future okay. odds. The Avalanche are 4-1, to one, Okay. and Florida is 6-1. to one, Right behind them. Okay. When in the hell have the <laughs> Florida Panthers been 6-1 to one odds to win the Stanley Cup? I don't even think when they were in the Stanley Cup final against the Avalanche, they had 6-1 to one odds <laughs> to win the Stanley Cup. They're the most compelling story in South Florida sports. I'm sorry. There's a lot going on right now, but they're it. 
What is the most compelling story in South Florida sports right now? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Tweeted us at KLV1063. Theo, I have a feeling I know where you're going oh, with yeah. this. You're all in on the Canes. I'm all in on the Canes. This is no question for me. I mean, not only – because I would say almost the football and basketball programs together right now as one story of the football program making the foundation for what is promising to be a really good – program going forward, but also Jim Laranega also getting back to the Sweet 16, uh, having a team that has a real shot at making the Elite Eight. And then if they make the Elite Eight, like, I mean, come on, like two, two, three wins away from a national championship for Miami basketball? Like, that's so, different. I'm curious about this from a Canes perspective because, I, I mean, I obviously know a ton of hardcore Canes football fans. That's the bread and butter, right? That's the standard yeah, yeah. is Canes that's football. That's what matters. I don't think that people that are jumping aboard the Canes basketball bandwagon now, I don't think they were all that engaged during the course of the regular season. No. And that's the nature of college basketball. Yeah. I'm not judging. But that's the nature of college basketball. College basketball, for many, didn't start until Thursday. Yeah. Right? Miami wasn't even ranked like three-quarters of the way through the season, no. even after beating Duke. Now, I do remember that there was a lot of buzz when the Canes won the ACC uh, several years ago. Was that the Shane Larkin year? That was the Shane Larkin that year. That was a great And that year. was fun because they blasted Duke by about a million oh, at home. That's when they were slapping the, the court. Yeah. Oh, oh, I love yeah. that year. And, and so that year, but, but think about it. That was you had a whole regular season, a whole year of ramping up with a recognizable name, a Larkin. Yeah. Running the point, right? And so there was a lot of buzz around that. There was not much buzz around Kane's basketball in the regular season because they never were truly going to win the ACC regular season title. And that's what makes this now such a compelling story to me yeah. because it's like, oh, we're up now. We're like the the upstart team. We're the so, uh, Cinderella team right, right now. But, but let me ask Kane's fans because. You call in here and we talk about the Canes when it's football season and when they're surging or when they're sucking. But right now, when did you start getting onto this Canes bandwagon? I, I'm not expecting that you should have been on the Canes bandwagon back in December, but have you thrust yourself on it now? How many Canes basketball fans are actually out there? What has the last two games meant for you. I'm just trying to get a grip on how significant this is. And this is the reason I picked the Panthers. And we know the Panthers are still a blip on the South Florida yeah. sports radar. Just barely a blip. But they're having a historic season where they're the favorites or one of the top two favorites going in to the Stanley Cup playoffs. This has been a long buildup to, yeah, we're dominant and we have a legit chance to hoist the Stanley Cup. The Canes, this Canes basketball run is brand new. Like, this has seemingly sort of come out of nowhere. That's why I think that the Panthers are the most compelling South Florida sports story right now. But the payoff here for the Canes, it is here. It is now. Canes fans reveling in this now. When did you actually start paying attention to the Canes basketball season? I'm not hating. Yeah. I'm not judging. But I'm genuinely curious because I have a feeling that for a lot of you, it was Thursday. Not even just Thursday. A lot of us is like... After they won the round of 32. I was going to say, maybe after beating USC <laughs> yeah. is when you started paying attention. But Canes fans, and you're out there, when did you start digging in on Canes basketball? Was it three months ago? Was it three days ago? Was it yesterday? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. And tweeted us at KLV1063. Also, what's the most compelling South Florida sports story right now? 888-760-3776. 888 
3776. Are you experiencing foot and ankle pain? Need to see an expert in the field? Baptist Health Orthopedic Care has a team of foot and ankle orthopedic surgeons and specialists who are regarded as leaders in their specialty. Visit baptisthealth.net slash orthocare to learn more today. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care combines its resources of experienced physicians and leading-edge treatments and technology to provide advanced orthopedic foot and ankle, joint replacement, spine, and sports medicine care. Visit baptisthealth.net slash orthocare for more information today. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care has offices conveniently located in Palm Beach County through the Florida Keys. Learn more by visiting baptisthealth.net slash orthocare. Stone, one more time, can we hear that um, Isaiah Wong dunk? Just one more time. Oh, the yes, power, sir. The power, the throwdown. Jim Nance. Ball splits. Oh, oh, my oh. goodness. Oh. Right back at Jabari. Oh. oh, my oh. goodness. Right back at Jabari. The beauty. Who did that to Jackson. Mm. The beauty of that dunk, too, is it was the setup of the dunk. Like, you could see it happening as he kind Bill of, Raptor like. Bill called it. Yeah. He goes, here he comes. Yeah. I I disagree. It happened so fast. Well, no, like we didn't know he was going to get up there and put it down. You're right. As in, I guess in real time, you didn't expect it, which is what made it exciting. Yeah. But watching it back and watching him like come off the screen and have that for that sure take off like that was yeah. it was great. And then for him to throw it on the with the right hand using the rim as his protection, so Jabari couldn't get to so it. Good, it was man. it was great. So good stuff. Good. What's the most compelling South Florida sports story? And Canes fans. When did you actually get on the basketball bandwagon? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. We'll take your calls. Also, when we return, some of my favorite moments, some of Theo's favorite moments, some of Stone's favorite moments from the opening weekend of the NCAA tournament. And Bob Huggins is just kind of weird. He's Theo Dorsey, WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29. I'm Ken Levicka. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. <laughs> From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. Presented by... The FAU MBA Sport Management Program. Visit fau.edu slash MBA sport. Hey, night baseball tonight at the ballpark of the Palm Beaches. Under the lights, it's the Cardinals visiting... The Nationals, 6.05 start. You'll want to make sure you get your tickets and hang out. 160 acres of fan-friendly fun, 7,700 seats, the 360-degree concourse, food delicious, drink delicious. The Banana Boat Lawn, I love, love, love the ballpark, the Palm Beaches. Ballparkpalmbeaches.com. Ballparkpalmbeaches.com, home of the American League champion Houston Astros and the Washington Nationals. Again, the Nats host the cards tonight, 6.05. Make sure to get your tickets, ballparkpalmbeaches.com. The best spring training experience you're going to have at the ballpark of the Palm Beaches. So easy to get to in West Palm Beach, ballparkpalmbeaches.com. Ken Levick alive. Theo Dorsey, WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29, Stone Labanowitz, Friday Night Lights. Uh, I was in Daytona for roughly about 14 hours uh, this weekend because FAU basketball played in the uh, CBI up there. Uh, and so uh, FAU got bounced. We got back on the bus. We came right back down yesterday. And I found myself doing something that I did not expect. I was rooting for Duke. Mm. So Duke, Michigan State yesterday, and I don't know if it was me getting caught up in the Coach K hoopla. That's all Jim Nance 
and Bill Raftery and Grant Hill discussed was Coach K, Coach K, Coach K, Coach K versus Izzo. I mean, I understand. That's the storyline. you got to focus on it. Yeah. But I don't know if I just got drunk off of Coach K stuff or if I still feel badly for those Duke players getting thrown under the bus by Coach K after his final game at Cameron Indoor, the loss to North Carolina. And Coach K yelling at the fans, ah, be quiet. Yeah. Um, but I was rooting for Duke yesterday. They looked dead. And then all of a sudden, they went on a huge run from about the five-minute mark on in the second half, and I was rooting for them. That was a great moment yesterday. That was a great NCAA tournament moment. Duke still being in the tournament, going to the Sweet 16, North Carolina still being in it. Uh-oh. I'm as much of a <laughs> knock-off-the-big-boys-as-anybody, and I appreciate that the big boys are in it. Yeah. I, I am, like, again, like you, I didn't really care coming into the tournament how deep Duke's run was. I thought it would be really cool if he had an epic collapse in the first round and they just, like, be like, I'll, you know, get it Just get, get it, it over with. with. Yeah. But now that we've gotten to the Sweet 16. I'm engaged in it now. Yeah. Now that we have the potential for a Final Four matchup of Duke versus North Carolina, that would be incredible. Now, I don't think Duke has – enough per se to get to the final four like talent wise they do I don't think they I I still they're they're too inconsistent but man I'm rooting for it now you guys are awfully excited they have a mountain to climb in Texas Tech that is a that's a big 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 mountain to climb. of course but it's college basketball and it's like a one day you're hot one day you can win it they're underdogs Chris Beard ain't walking through that door Uh, you know what's that? Means. You know what's that? Uh, That's as, the the, the Patino games. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, as a degenerate, I am excited to see the stat when the last time Duke was an underdog in the Sweet 16 because it, it you can probably been, look it up. Yeah, you, I, 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 I mean, can Google, and will. Google is powerful. I don't know, but I I just I found I I don't root for Duke ever. I never root for Duke. Coach K, I largely just make fun of him. Yeah, but I <laughs> even even the 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 cro- the, the the family camera shots. They usually just make me nauseous and like eye rolly. I was even into that. Yeah. Seeing his family biting their nails and engaged in every possession. Duke converting on the possessions they needed to convert on and Dean up. I found myself rooting for Coach K. Part of it though. What have I turned into? But don't you think part of it is now that you know the chapter is closing, you're like, okay. Now I'm allowing myself to open up to yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah, because when Maybe. it's when it's going on and it's still ongoing and he's at the top and he's, you know, kind of boisterous about it and he's like, I'm the man, you know, I'm coach then it's it's hard to root for, but when you know it's coming to an end, it, it almost makes it easier because you're like, all right, like, all right, cool, go out in style. Yeah. I won't have to see you next year. What have been your favorite moments of the NCAA tournament through weekend one? 888-760-3776, 888-760-3776. Because for me, like seeing Duke still in, I'm into it. I, I, another thing, too, Michigan moving on and playing well. It's good. You stole it's mine. good stuff. So you've appreciated Michigan moving on. Yeah, I think the win over Tennessee is is ma- it's magnificent. It was gutsy, right? It was so gutsy. Hunter Dickinson went for almost almost thirty, but just to see Jawan Howard and how he's reacted, and of course that video is getting blown up of him hugging one of the Tennessee players. Yeah, but no, it's just been good. He's coached his ass off, and his boys are playing really really hard. And to beat Tennessee, who plenty of us had winning in our brackets, is just awesome. And they're rolling. I got Rick Barnes. 
Again, <laughs> Rick Barnes. Uh, but the I saw a little bit of this on social media after Michigan beat Tennessee, and especially after Juwan Howard uh, was was hugging the Tennessee player. Uh, it, oh, I hope this gets as much publicity as yeah. Juwan Howard throwing the punch <laughs> did. Nope. People, people. Juwan Howard. Nobody said he didn't have a soul. <laughs> nobody said they didn't have a heart. Okay. What we said is that Juwan Howard made a very dumb, dopey decision and then never took responsibility for it. Yeah. He never took responsibility for it. He punched a guy. He punched a guy, and he made it worse by trying to pass the buck, by not taking any sort of responsibility, did not send a good message. So Juwan Howard, he's not some soulless ghoul. Okay. Yeah. Nobody said that. Nobody was calling. I, I was not calling for him to be fired. Maybe some were. Shouldn't have lost his job over that. But just because Juwan Howard had a great moment with the Tennessee player and is on to the Sweet 16 doesn't mean that three weeks ago, Juwan Howard didn't do something really stupid. Yeah. Right? Like, that's it. That's it. That's all it has to be. He still punched that guy and then he served his time with yeah. the suspension and now he's back and he's winning games. Yeah. Like, cool. So fine. Good. Served his time. Yeah. Well, it's, he served the suspension. He paid his penance. He paid his dues, man. Look, once you do that, I feel like all sins are forgiven, right? Yeah. Yeah. But I, I've been into Duke, Theo. I've been into Duke. That's been yeah. my favorite moment so far. Them being in the Sweet 16, it's an upset. But them being in the Sweet 16, I can't believe I'm going to this place. That's been my favorite moment. I think, not to be woke guy, but I would have to go to the um, the, the women's bracket and say the oh. South Dakota oh. over Baylor was huge, not just because this is first year post Kim Mulkey for for Baylor. By the way, can we talk about Kim Mulkey and that outfit she wore uh, in the uh, the round of thirty two game that LSU had? I didn't see it, but was it a Hillary Clinton it was, suit? It was a Hillary Clinton gold sequined shoulder pad yeah. sport coat. She's I mean, Kim, hilarious Kim, with what the Hillary doing? Clinton. Uh, what are you doing, man? Yeah, the suit. Shoulder suit. pads. Shoulder pads were. 20 years ago, and Kim Mulkey single-handedly keeping that industry alive. She's, hey, she's hilarious, but you know what? She wins. And, and LSU almost got upset they as well sure by did. Jackson, Jackson State. State. Let's go. And they, they slipped by. But, no, to see Baylor, I mean, 12 straight Sweet 16 appearances for them, that streak goes down, the fourth longest in the tournament. And then for a South Dakota team to do it, that, like, and I, I kind of watched it back because I didn't see it live, and I watched some of it back. I'm like, how did South Dakota beat Baylor? And they didn't just beat them. Like, it was wire to wire. Like, they came out shooting, and they didn't stop. And it, it was incredible. And they, they beat them handily, and I, I like to see that sometimes in the tournament. Theo breaking down the women's tournament yeah. is not something I saw coming. Yeah, I mean, it's not as well. But I'm from Texas, man, to see Baylor, to see Baylor women's true. basketball go down to South Dakota, I was like, what the hell happened? I had to look into it, and yeah. I, was, I was shocked. When I got the notification, I did triple take. It yeah. was like, wait. And I was like, well, hold on. South what, what? Dakota. Oh, oh, oh. oh. Yeah. I don't even know what their mascot is. Uh, it's, it's not South Dakota State. It's not South Dakota not State. state? Then it, they're the uh, Bearcats. The Bearcats. Okay, they're the Bearcats. I mean, they're South in, Dakota in my conference in football. The oh, red, okay. red, correct? The red one, yeah. So, but that's not South Dakota. They're the state. Coyotes. South Dakota State. They're was the Coyotes. Red, I thought. Yeah, they're the Coyotes. They're the Coyotes. Okay, okay. that well, makes sense. Whatever they are, they beat Baylor, and I was like, "What?" They and they didn't just beat Baylor. I think it was like a a, a double digit win. It was kind of wild. Uh, so uh, Theo's our, our uh, women's tournament insider yeah. here on Ken Levick Alive. We're going to have to come back to that tomorrow. You'll give a full breakdown of the Midwest region. Um, uh, but the Canes are in the Sweet 16. I, I, I am genuinely curious because for a lot of you, that's the best moment oh, yeah. that, uh, of, of the NCAA tournament so far, uh, going to the Sweet 16. But I'm curious, when did you actually start paying attention to Canes basketball? This is not 
I promise. Oh, Ken's judging it. No, I'm not judging. I'm curious because I know football is 1A all day. Like, period. Okay? When did you start paying attention to the Canes? Because I'd even get it if you said, like, yesterday. Yeah. I'd understand it. Canes basketball, when did you start paying attention? 888-760-3776. And also, what was your best moment of the NCAA tournament to this point? Leo's in Riviera Beach. What's up, Leo? Hey, guys. Thanks for taking my call. I'd say my best moment, like, uh, just to echo what Ken was just saying, is just uh, hear about the Canes. They're doing good. I'm not even a Canes fan. I'm a Dolphins fan. But yeah. I'm just happy that I'm just happy that the, a team from Florida is doing something it's fun, in right? the tournament. And they haven't lucked into this. Like, those have been they, – they had a very good late play against USC and then absolutely throttled Auburn. This is no fluke. They have a legitimate chance as good as anybody to win the title. Yeah, I was, I was just impressed the way they took care of business with Auburn. I thought that was going to be a little, you know, at least that was where the run was going to end. But now I'm looking at like, oh man, they're kind of two wins away from from Final Four, from Final Four kicking it. So I'm I'm just kind of impressed by the Canes, and then to see all the other Florida teams, you know, not do much in there. You know, speaking of FAU, I'm an FAU alum. Just speaking of FAU, it was like 20 minutes they spent. They didn't even spend a whole game up there almost. So hey, I just hey, feel like. 19 wins, Leo. <laughs> Appreciate what you've got, all right? Appreciate the call, Leo. Uh, by the way, uh, breaking news brought to you by St. Lucie Battery and Tire. Matt Ryan has been traded. Uh-oh. Adam Schefter reporting mm. that Matt Ryan is presumably the new starting quarterback for the Indianapolis Colts. The Whoa. Falcons and the Colts. But that was Baker deal. Mayfield's spot. That was supposed to be Baker. That what? was supposed to be little Bakey Bakey's uh, new location. Yes. Come on. Baker, who, by the way, was never going to play another snap for the Browns, now I'm beginning to wonder if he's ever going to play another <laughs> snap again. Like, I, I don't know who wants <laughs> Baker right. Mayfield. I'll, I'll be that guy and say if the if the Carolina Panthers, my Carolina Panthers, who are quarterback hungry right now, get Baker Mayfield, I will quit the Panthers. Are you serious? I will quit the Panthers. Wow. I promise hey. you. If Baker Mayfield is the solution that Dave Tepper and Matt Rule come up with, then they are no longer my favorite team. Go ahead. Now, real quick, could we just turn on our – could we play our uh, emo quarterback music, please? Uh, (laughs) Again, it is the the 2000 emo hit uh, Perfect by Simple Plan, which is the most emo song that has ever been recorded in music history. And um, Baker Mayfield, Weepy, Teardrops. Angst-ridden, doesn't know where his place is in this world. Yeah. He was never going to play for the Browns again because they talked with Deshaun Watson. How don't you guys appreciate me, man? But I loved you. I loved you. <laughs> the hardworking people of Cleveland. Where is Baker going to go now? Where is Baker going to go now? Because I don't know where he's an upgrade at all. Oh. He's going to Carolina. Oh he's teaming up with DJ Moore, oh. CMC, and he's oh. taking the NFC South. Tom Brady can't handle oh. that heat. Baker Mayfield has never been higher than 28th in completion percentage in the (laughs) NFL in a single season. Where does he think he's going? I don't Oh, my goodness. And it's sad because the Browns also lost their second best, or I guess their best quarterback in Jarvis Landry this this offseason. So, I don't know, man. Where does he think he's going? Baker, home isn't the Colts anymore. Keep pounding. No, 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 no. Poor Baker. Anywhere but Carolina. I'm trying to think of where else even needs a quarterback right now, and it's it's thinning out. Oh, the the, the Falcons need one. They'll draft one. Baker Mayfield in Atlanta, <laughs> not be good. He's got At least swag. he'd have Calvin Ridley. Oh, oh not Cal. 
Ooh, he's Theo Dorsey, WPTV <laughs> News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. Sorry, Bakey. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. We're presented by... The FAU MBA Sport Management Program. Visit fau.edu slash MBA Sport. Hey, just a reminder, I got my Kia from Greenway Kia, West Palm Beach. It's where you'll love to get your automobile as well. West Palm, Military Trail, half mile south of Palm Beach International Airport. They have your back when it comes to financing. They have a credit clinic on site. They're taking care of you. This is the time to get a car right now. Something fuel efficient, something fun, something that works for the family. Greenway Kia, West Palm Beach. I got my Kia K5 GT from Greenway Kia, West Palm Beach. What a car buying experience. You will revel in it as well. So Matt Ryan's going to the Colts. That means that Baker Mayfield, America's emo quarterback, is still out of a job. Baker. I'm sorry, brother. I can just see him right now. He's sitting in his room, penning a song, strumming on his electric guitar in his room. Reply Kleenex. Wipe his tears. Mom, I'll come down for dinner when I'm ready. (laughs) R.I.P. John Clayton. Thank you for that stuff. (laughs) Yes. Yes, rest in peace, John Clayton. Yes, yes. I'm glad Ma- Stone got Ma- that off. No, Mom, I'm coming down for dinner. It's oh, his oh. famous commercial. Oh, I forgot. I forgot all about that. Mom, I'm done with my segment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I was like, wow. What What a way to cap the show. So, <laughs> make us feel bad. As we're trolling yeah. Baker Mayfield, he's like, RIP John Clayton. John Clayton, rest in peace. Yes. Let's just follow the lead. <laughs> yeah, rest yeah. in peace, R. John Clayton. All right, well, on that note, we'll talk to you again tomorrow. <laughs> Stone the Banowitz, Friday Night Lights. <laughs> Theodore CWP TV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29. I'm Ken Levicka. I'm live on ESPN 1063. RIP. Bye.